0: 1.3 million people in the UK have bipolar disorder, that is 1 in 50 people. 67% of people with bipolar receive no self-management advice when they were first diagnosed. Just 21% of people with a long-term mental health condition are in employment. 90% of people with bipolar have told their employer about their condition, but 24% of them regretted making the decision.
1: Just before my 17th birthday, I was sectioned and put into hospital.
2: Initially, after attempting to, um, to take my own life, I was put on into a psychiatric unit. I was on section um, for the majority of it. And I was there roughly for two years.
3: Bipolar is a mood disorder. Uh, traditionally, when people think about mood disorder, they think about depression. And bipolar does have depression as part of it. But as the name suggests, it has two opposite poles, one being depression depression and the other elation. If you think of all the symptoms that you might get in depression, like you know uh, your mood's low, your energy's low, uh, you're enjoying things less, then generally you get the opposite of those in mania.
0: With bipolar disorder, life has two speeds. One minute, it's all too fast and I can't stop. Next, it's all too slow and it comes crashing down, something which I find hard to cope with. I'm Abs. I've always struggled with my mental health, but managed to get help. We all fell apart in the summer of 2021. I ended up in hospital after hurting myself on several occasions because of the mood disorder. After many hospital visits and being monitored daily by the home-based treatment team, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. It's been six months since I've been diagnosed with bipolar and I'm on a journey to learn more about it. This all came as a big surprise to me. Most of all, I want to know if I could live a normal life. So, a meeting go with psychologist
3: Dr. Ed Miller to find out more about bipolar. In terms of warning signs for uh, bipolar, you know, it can be that somebody has had a what we call a unipolar or a depressive illness first, and it's only after they get treated for that uh, that they develop the elation. Because the treatment for depression is antidepressants, and antidepressants in bipolar generally lead to the mood becoming overly elevated. For many people with bipolar disorder, having elevated
0: moods is something common. Isla, which was 15 years old, when she first noticed her moods changing and having psychotic episodes.
1: Yeah, so I was diagnosed with um, schizoaffective disorder, um, bipolar type, when I was 17, just before my 17th birthday. I was diagnosed when I was in hospital. Prior to that, I experienced a few um psychotic episodes. But when, just before turning 17, is where the diagnosis um, of schizoaffective bipolar came about. Which basically means that my psychotic episodes were triggered by my moods.
0: My journey hasn't always been easy when it comes to medication. It took a lot of trial and error to get to a point where I was even stable in antipsychotics. You're trying all these different medications and you must have faith in your psychiatrist, something which I genuinely lacked. I was scared of being heavily sedated on new medication. You have to trust in the process and
3: allow them to work. medication uh, is very useful in bipolar-affected disorder. It can help somebody remain closer to the middle yeah, for more of the time you know, as with all psychiatric problems there, I wouldn't advocate a purely medication-based approach. I think you need that triple prong of, you know, social interventions, getting the person doing a bit more, you know, if somebody doesn't have a role in life, it can be, you know, problematic for them, yeah, uh, as well as psychological interventions, you know, what is leading to this person becoming depressed or Later, there's often underlying psychological reasons as well. Having bipolar type 1, I experience highs
0: and mania than you do lows and depression. And if you're bipolar type 2, you generally have more depression than mania, which I only recently found out. I struggle. I tend to do things spontaneously and not think much. I have all the energy and I'm constantly on a high to suddenly not wanting to get up in the mornings and not eat for long periods of days.
1: I remember being so, like, overwhelmed by, like, this rush of, like, excitement and adrenaline and stuff. I literally could not keep still. I couldn't sleep. I was restless I thought that I could do like bizarre things, like jump out of planes, and I'd walk across the road without looking both ways because I didn't think that anything happened would happen to me. I remember, like in my in my teens, um, and when I went through the worst um, episode, uh, which led to. Um, Probably the worst um, admission I had, and I'd be sitting in the car. And I like my mother would have to keep reminding me and going over to tell me to put my seatbelt on because no. I didn't think that I needed it. I, I felt um, like untouchable and unstoppable, and as if like nothing would ba- ever like bad would happen to me. And if it did, like I have like these superpowers almost. At
3: the moment, it feels like your mood's I'm troubling you. I want to help you control your moods. And I think, you know, generally what we should be aiming for with with bipolar if we can is somebody having no relapses that take them to hospital. Having no relapses at all yeah. is difficult. Yeah, because life is stressful. And, you know, at different points in our time, you know, things will happen that are difficult for a person without a mental health condition to to deal with
0: antonio is a media volunteer for the charity mind
2: you know in that in 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 the psychiatric unit for a lot of people it's a situation that really breaks them but i guess for me you know i still had that sort of while i thought all my hope was lost i still had that you know maybe one percent two five percent of hope in me and i just you know did everything to fetch that out of me and turn it and turn that into the majority rather than the minority and I worked on myself during that time. I learned from other patients, you know, that was the main thing because I was so oblivious to mental health before, um, before, you know, being diagnosed with an illness
0: myself. Antonio advised EastEnders and the actor Stephen Pesula, who plays Isaac, on the programme Schizophrenia storyline based on his lived experience. Being a
2: media volunteer, lived experience media volunteer, EastEnders wanted to obviously do this Schizophrenia storyline of a young black man with schizophrenia and as someone on mind's portfolio as a young black man with schizophrenia when they approached mind mind offered my um case casework to them as a um actual lived experience um individual with schizophrenia
0: one of the ways that mainstream media could help with conversations visibility and awareness of mental ill health and wellness is to cast actors for tv sub storylines who have lived experience this could be personally themselves a part of a support network for someone close to them who has experienced a mental health condition.
2: I was introduced to them. My first meeting, I met with the executive producers, directors, writers, researchers, and actors, and told them and gave them my my journey, my story, um, my lived experience of you know being a young black man with schizophrenia. And in turn, you know, I was also invited to go on set and advise them on scenes to make it look as realistic as possible. And as you mentioned, less sensationalized
3: to just what a drama needs. You know, I think if I was producing a soap and I was gonna write about, you know, something like bipolar affective disorder, I'd wanna reach out to professionals, but also to patients, you know. Patients have a wealth of experience and they will tell you very clearly what it's like to have bipolar, maybe better than a professional like me can. I've never had it.
0: Mental health is an ongoing process and journey. There isn't a cure that will make us magically feel better overnight. Each day, those who live with a mental health condition as well as those around them have to find the strength no matter how big or small and adapt to emotions. No two days are the same and it's often the care and support that individuals have around them that helps the most. A willingness to learn, be open-minded and let those suffering mental ill health live through the ups and downs is often the greatest medicine. Something footballer Billy Whitehouse only knows too well. The main inspiration for me is also my cousin Jonathan, and
4: the sort of way it came about was, I remember young, naive footballer thinking, um, you're going to get a club. You've just come from one of the biggest clubs in England. You're going to walk into another club, which again, young, big club, makes sense. Ended up not having a club for almost a year, um, which was scary at that point, only being 21, just turned 21. Um, so yeah, didn't have a club for a year, ended up signing for a club called Tagcaster Albion, which was, I think it was at the time, like nine leagues below where i had been playing the previous season. And and in that period, I really struggled. Um, I wouldn't say I was was really sort of unstable with it. I think the main focus for me was that I'd got no routine. I'd got no, so I didn't have to get up and and go to the gym. I didn't have to do a run, didn't have to go to the field on my own. Um, but then going to my cousin, seeing the struggles he had daily, then I'd probably see him once a week at that point. We'd meet at my grandma's, who's not with us anymore. Um, But we'd we'd go to hers and we'd just have a discussion over an hour, have a coffee, what have you. And he'd have so many problems, but didn't mention them once. Whereas I'd not got a football club. Yeah. That's all I wanted to speak about. Football. And he'd, all he'd want to talk about was how I was doing, whereas... He was in a home, or he still is in a home,
0: has his demons. Mind Over Matter Charity, based in South Yorkshire, was set up in aid of Billy's cousin Jonathan, who has severe mental health problems. Originally, I just wanted to do a football game because
4: something we resonate together with, me and Jonathan, was, was football. He's a huge football fan. And we just wanted to do a charity game. Um, so we ended up doing the charity game. I think we had about 300 people at the first one. Yeah. And from from then onwards, it was just sort of, I didn't feel finished with it. I sort of felt I could do so much more and build so much more and
0: do so much more. And and now I'm addicted, so that's where we're at today. It isn't just those closest to us who can help though, we all can. We need the general population to be open to talking about mental health, to be supportive, and more importantly, to be kind. A lot of stigma still exists around the topic of mental health, and we must all continue to break down the barriers. If we treat mental ill health the same as our physical health, we can start to normalise it and let those who live with a mental health condition know that it's okay not to be okay.
3: Yeah, I totally think that someone with bipolar can live as normal a life as anybody with any chronic health condition. You know, you could use diabetes as an example. You know, diabetes is something that you're going to have to take medication for forever. But if you control it well, it doesn't send you to the hospital. You know, and I think the same is true for bipolar. And, you know... As we talked about before, there's a lot of people in, you know, in life who succeeded very well with bipolar affective disorder. Yeah, you know, Lachlan Van Pools, you know, from the UK, Stephen Fry, Tyson Fury. Isla
0: has been able to live with her condition and now works at Beyond and the Youth Board, as well as starting a degree in mental health nursing.
1: Oh gosh, abs- Looking back, I would never have thought that I'd be like where I am today. And there was a point, um. After being diagnosed, that I just thought "I can't live with this. how can I? I I didn't know how I didn't know how I could live the life I had hoped and dreamed of and imagined myself having after being diagnosed um and that was a really low point in my life. you know I think there's so there's so much pressure, and we put a lot of pressure on ourselves as well and I think you know everything will work out the way it's it's supposed to be, you know, we just got to keep being kind to one another, but especially being kind to ourselves as well and realising that if taking a break and some time out is going to be the best for me, then do it. Why, why shouldn't we? A
2: few things I'd say about my mental health journey is, I guess, really, without sounding too cliche, is expect the unexpected because, you know, as it goes without saying, when I was in hostel I would never expect me to be here, sat here talking to you, I was about my journey. Really just... I'd say rather than, you know, regret or shame, the bad moments really cherish them because that experience is really what gives you the, I guess, matureness to appreciate, you know, the positives in your life. Like, you know, you you're know, I, I, I would say as people, you will never, ever come to appreciate the sun without first
0: experiencing the rain. At the beginning, I set a journey to understand what a bipolar disorder is and what it means for me. In doing that, I've been able to seek the support that works best for me and do all the things I previously thought of having a mental health condition would stop me from doing. Just 21% of people with a long-term mental health condition are in employment. I don't want to be another statistic, but will have a stable career and enjoy my life. There's lots of myths that we think seen a bust when it comes to mental ill health. When managed effectively, I'm just the same as everyone else and I can live life to the fullest. I'm Abs, and I'm not afraid to say I have bipolar, and I know I can live a perfectly normal life. If you have been affected listening to this documentary, remember to text SHOUT to 8528, which is a confidential 24-7 text messaging support service for anyone who's struggling to cope. And if you'd like to know more about bipolar, please visit bipolar UK.